Hello and welcome to the Scaling Edge. I'm your host, Michael Brooks. Max. Hey, hey, good morning. He's here, as always. This is the Internet Talk program that focuses on the hard-won lessons by battle-hardened and seasoned entrepreneurs and business owners. We're grabbing a couple of nuggets, a couple of ideas, and we're sharing them here today with you. Today, we have Daniel Alphon. He is has been on LinkedIn since 2004, so an early adopter, and he focused on how to generate and use that powerful tool, how to use that powerful tool, what analytics to look at, what data you really should be paying attention to on LinkedIn to, to generate more business for yourself. Daniel, thank you for being a part of our program. Thank you for being on the Scaling Edge. We appreciate it. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got here? Thank you very much, Michael. Um, 2006, I had a bad quarter and LinkedIn helped me slash my sales cycle by a third. And that's the moment I decided to dive deeper into this ever since. I, I started you, uh, helping friends. What were you selling? Uh, store fixtures to uh, US distributors, uh, innovative store fixtures, like an alternative to the slat wall. And um, back then, it took me a lot of time to understand who's the right person within the organization to look for. And LinkedIn just showed me the name of the person. And from then, from that moment, I started enjoying the platform. And it's been part of my uh, toolkit ever since. So you've evolved with LinkedIn now, and now you run that as a service. You you figure out how to get into businesses and help them grow with LinkedIn. Right. LinkedIn is a tool. I think it started probably around 2007 or 2008, helping uh, entrepreneurs uh, leverage LinkedIn better. And there's always a gap between, often a gap between the entrepreneur's objective and the way they behave on LinkedIn. So all I do is basically show them the gap and then ask them a couple of questions. Can you go into that a little bit more? Maybe some of example. Of course. So uh, your business may be, the, my best clients come through referrals. That means someone would would uh, reach out to me and say, I got your name from John Doe. And John said, yeah, I need I need to speak with you. So there, there are basically three elements into LinkedIn you can grow. One is having a killer profile. The second is connecting with people you know well. And the third is running an advanced search. So when you, Michael, run an advanced search and you find someone interesting, in many cases, you share a mutual connection with that person. Now you can leave the LinkedIn platform and speak with that person and ask him, can you introduce me, please, to Michael? If I look at Jan Gouvernek or Josh Elledge, who are our mutual connections, then because I connect only with people I know well, I can reach out to them. And if I got your attention, it would be thanks to their name. Yeah. So what you're saying is you go look at somebody on LinkedIn, you realize who else you're connected to, reach out to that person, say, can you make a connection? Right? Yes. Yes, but it was... Yes, but you should understand the importance of networking in your business. Because if you look at the, the name of the person and you don't know them and you haven't been in touch with them, then it will make it difficult for you to reach out to them. You need to serve the, your connections. And can't you, like, I've had people reach out, just connect with me and then message me. Hey, so-and-so. Yeah. I mean, sure. If you go reach out to somebody that I know or I'm connected to, and then that, so that, so your strategy is, Okay, I want to meet this person. I've identified them as potential potential client or someone I want to do business with. I see they're connected to three people that I know. I'm going to reach out to one of those three people and say, "Would you mind introducing me to so and so?" That's your that's your LinkedIn edge. That's the very simple strategy that most entrepreneurs don't don't even consider, and I think that's one of the best strategies. It's not yeah, the only game in town. I've just been knocking on the door. Hey, 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 hey! Come on! Yeah, I sent you fourteen uh, messages in your inbox. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! 
Uh, but that's a, that is a better strategy. I mean, if, if you can make that work, um, it engages two people and it, and I mean, that's, it's manufacturing a referral. It's saying, Hey, specifically, I want you to refer me to this person. You know them and that you find that works often for you. What kind of uptick do you get in a response when they're referred? I imagine it's rather significant. It is. You're absolutely right. I've found that referrals are less price sensitive. They come to the conversation where they're almost warm leads and they tend to stand with my clients longer and refer people themselves because trust is earned. And if someone who knows you well introduces you to someone else, then that person puts their name on the line when they say, Michael, you need to speak with Jane. How important is having uh, a large following on LinkedIn? Like how, how, how do you see that as, as, is that valuable or is that like, yeah, it's nice, but it's no big deal. This referral process is, is the way to go. Excellent. So the, the real, the metrics I follow are real life business metrics. It doesn't make sense to say, wow, I've got a gazillion followers. If you can't translate them into revenues. All right, let's talk so about your metrics. What are your real life business metrics that you, that you look at? So the, the, the real life business metrics would be either new clients or new revenues from from uh, clients you'd like to work with uh, further. So you say you had 20% increase this quarter because you, you've started working with two new businesses or two new clients. This is the only metric that, that counts because everything else is vanity metric. When there's a gap between the, your LinkedIn following and your bank account, the bank account wins. <laughs> right? <laughs> It shouldn't surprise us, really. It would so think I'll, so. You would I'll think put it so. another way. But, but it, it doesn't, the math, uh, I think there's such an emotional attachment to following. And, you know, let's go off platform, you know, especially things like Instagram or some of these other platforms. People want to have followers more than they focus on the dollars. So you're bringing people back to reality saying when it comes to numbers in the bank account or followers on the on the page, the bank account wins, <laughs> as it usually <laughs> it does. As it usually does. You, you basically ask yourself, in two years' time, would they like to be the most connected or the best connected? If you had to pick one, Max, pick one. there yep. it is. There, there it, is. it is. That's the question you have to ask yourself. Do you want to be the most connected or the best connected? All right, so how do you foster and be the best connected? How do you make those best connections? So you have a real life network, people you've worked with, people that worked with you in GoLance or, or before that. I would start by connecting with people you know well. It could be 200 people, it could be 2,000 people, start with those. And then the secret sauce that many entrepreneurs simply forget is to run an advanced search. It's not enough to lay back and say, hey, I'm open for business, refer business to me. You need to work a bit. You simply run an advanced search in under 60 seconds, you'll find someone who's an ideal client of yours. And when you share a mutual connection with that person, if you keep in touch with your connections and if you perform networking activities helping those people, then you're able to leave the LinkedIn platform to ask that person how they've been and to mention the, the name of the, of the person you'd like them to introduce you to and ask, can you make that introduction? Do you know that person well enough? So the secret, the, the search is an, an element that many entrepreneurs who want to scale simply forget. Run an advanced search, find your ideal client, see whether you share a mutual connection with that person. That can be done in less than 60 seconds. Run an advanced search. What's the process of running the search? If I'm just on LinkedIn normally, you know, clicking on, on interesting pictures, 
how do you run an advanced search? What's what's the criteria? Great. So um, I, I believe you know who your ideal client is and who the ideal prospect is. So I would say you, you want to uh, reach out to CIOs of, of mid-sized uh, companies in the West Coast. So you go to LinkedIn desktop, you enter a number of, of terms in the search bar, you write CIO, two or three additional terms, and then you run a search. And then there's a top navigation bar that appears. And then you select California, and then you select connections first and second, and then you have 50 people. You drill down, you find the 50 people you want, and then you go through and you see who you're connected to that can that can introduce you. That's the formula? Absolutely. And if you're not it's connected a, yes. to anybody that uh, is connected to them, you knock on the door? Uh, again, you could, but the idea is to find someone who can open the door for you. You have to pick either trust or exposure. Exposure basically means I have 60,000 followers. So whenever I post something, many people will see it. Mm. Trust basically means I only found two results, but both of them look interesting. And now I can reach out to that person and ask him to make the introduction. One of the, the mistakes that entrepreneurs make is not picking one. So they start with the best connection strategy. They have maybe 1,000 connections that they know well. And then they keep hearing that they need to increase the size of their network. And, and they get all the way to 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, thinking that they've got exposure. But Michael, exposure starts today on LinkedIn with maybe 30,000 connections or 50,000 connections. So the, the end result is that they've only gained marginal exposure. And on the other hand, they polluted the quality of their network. If you want, if exposure is good for you, then you need to have 50,000 connections and that's decent exposure. If not, start with people you know well, and you'll find one client that can make your next quarter grow. Start with that. Best connections, not most connections. So you were out there 2006, cutting your, 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 your sales cycle down by 30%. You're measuring things very well, which is, you know, uh, which is amazing. How did you get here? How did you shift from doing LinkedIn outreach for yourself to doing performing LinkedIn support for companies? How did you start working with them? Do you have a company that you've worked with that you're most proud of, right? Like what, what have you done for somebody that is like the most worthy where you're like, yeah, this, this is where I took company A. And this is where they ended up. They were a new company when I got done with my strategy. Oh, that's an amazing question. I think I'll pick uh, one recent client of mine, the uh, uh, Institute of Management Accountants. I basically ran uh, webinars for them, for the uh, for the management accountants. But the feedback I got after working with them were really, really touching. It, maybe it's not the most, uh, the best impact that I had in terms of revenues, but each time I get a, a, an email from someone, hey, you help me now grow my business, or you help me launch my business, or you help, Boy, you help so, me find someone. So the very, very exciting, thrilling, energetic consortium of management accountants that you worked with, where did the numbers start and where did you take them to? The numbers started with probably around a thousand attendees of, of a webinar that f for whom LinkedIn was not uh, something they really knew. And what we did was basically show them a way and, and using their own examples, working with a couple of, of, of management accountants and showing them how to build a decent profile, how to make good connections and how to run advanced searches. 
It's the same three pillars. Basically, you build a client-facing profile like, like yours. When we visit your own profile, we see exactly what you do. We see the importance of remote work, and we see about the book that you've written and everything else. So accountants would use different ammunition, but it's the same thing. You have to build a decent, a killer profile first. So they had a thousand people attending these webinars before you. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm sorry. No, I, I ran webinars for a thousand people that were part of the uh, IMA of the uh, Management Association. Yes. So you ran webinars for a thousand people that were a part of the association. Yes, sir. That's pretty amazing. So you there's a thousand people in the association, and you went and worked individually with each one and ran webinars for them. That's even better than what I thought. What, what I did basically was run, run a webinar for them. But instead of me saying, hey, this is what you need to do, I worked beforehand with a couple of accountants and recorded bits and pieces that we showed during the webinar itself. And that meant that they were able to perform those actions immediately at the end of the webinar without thinking that it needed to, to wait for someone else. So it was the, the most practical element because they saw a couple of examples of their peers doing so this. Of, so instead of running a webinar for the entire association, you went to each individual, tapped into their contacts and said, so-and-so individual of the accounting association is running a webinar and you did that a thousand times is is that what i'm hearing i asked for a couple of volunteers and thanks to the volunteers work we came out with a webinar that showed the whole thousand people what actions they needed to perform and we performed those actions during the webinars okay how many people attended the webinar a thousand people is that what it was yes yes that's a lot of people so and all those thousand people were they prospects or were they members of the association Members of the association, it's like the Project Management Institute or a global uh, entity with uh, probably 150 uh, chapters around the world. We had volunteers from Southeast Asia, Asia, from Canada, from the U.S. That's pretty great. So right now, how are people working with you now? What's what's your main focus now? How are you helping businesses and entrepreneurs scale scale their businesses and their life with LinkedIn? Excellent. So maybe the sweetest part would be 40 plus first time entrepreneurs, people who are part of corporate America, and they start to build their business and launch their business on their own. So most of those have been on LinkedIn for a number of years, but they never really used it for prospecting. And I help those people thanks to either direct downloads from my store on my website or working individually with them. All right, let's talk to you about your website where people can find you so they can learn a little bit more and see if Daniel Alphon is the right person to help them with LinkedIn and get more business on LinkedIn. Daniel, how do people Thank you very find much. Thanks, Michael. DanielAlphon.com is the place to go. Daniel, A-L-F-O-N.com. Daniel, thank you for sharing your story today. Thank you for being a part of our program. We appreciate it. Thank you for being on The Scaling Edge. I appreciate you, and we will see you next time. Cheers.